Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let your response show you are in church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give God praise for a beautiful morning and a great time to be in the presence of God this morning. Every of our online audience, we want to say God bless you for being part of this service this morning. And I want you to, you know, put yourself together because the power of God is, is already here and is reaching out to everyone under the sound of my voice this morning powerfully in the name of Jesus. Amen. Can I hear a better amen? amen? Everyone online, don't let anything distract you. And everyone that is here right now, don't let anything distract you. And I trust that the power of God will bring the turnaround you desire. Can I hear a better amen? Are you with your Bible this morning? I don't want any distraction this morning. I don't want any distraction whatsoever it may be this morning. Are you with your Bible this morning? Let's rise on our feet. Pick your Bible. It's on your hard phone or your is a, a soft copy is on your phone or is an hard copy. Pick it up this morning. Pick it up this morning. Let's rise on our feet. Let's all rise on our feet. Say this after me. This is my Bible. Where is your Bible? Okay. Say this after me. This is my Bible. I can't hear you. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the word of God. I boldly confess. My mind is alive. My heart is receptive. I will never remain the same. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Please do be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Again this morning we continue our teaching series. Doing it right too. Doing it right too. And uh, this teaching has you know, been uh, put around relationship and marriage. Doing it right. Relationship and marriage. The truth about it is, like I said last Sunday when we started, the success of a people or their failure in life is largely dependent on our marriages and relationship. The success or failure of a people is largely dependent on our relationship and marriages. So the level in which our marriages and relationships are good or successful, it has, you know, a very strong effect on how we become successful in other areas of life. Hallelujah. And this morning in particular, I want to pay more attention to the guys. Whether you are online or offline or you are here physically. And I want you to be here with me and to the ladies in here. I want you to follow me this morning and, you know, I think this teaching this morning will help you to understand the kind of guy that should be good enough for you. Is somebody with me now? Is somebody with me now? Proverbs chapter 16 from verse 5. To do things right, you have or you must first settle it in your heart that you want to do it right. To do things right, no matter who is saying it or who is encouraging you to do it, 
if you are not ready to do it, it will be it will be done. The Bible says, "Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding." Verse six. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Verse seven. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Be not wise in thy own eyes. That shows, don't make a conclusion by what you concluded on that is very good for you. Hallelujah. Because we constantly need the guidance of God for us to be able to make right choices in life, especially in our areas of relationship and marriage. And like the prayer we pray today, you know, we did that prayer so that it can, it can meet the needs of the singles amongst us and it can also meet the needs of those of us that are married. Is somebody with me right now? We need the involvement of God in our making of choices, especially in the areas of marriage and relationships. He said, do not lean, don't depend on your own understanding. It's too short. Or it's too small to help you. And do not be wise in your own eyes. You know, I, I've, been, I've been in this ministry scene for a while. You know, we started this uh, assignment for five years going now. But I've been in this ministry scene counseling people for a while. And you know, and when you talk to people about relationship, the most difficult people you can, you can advise or counsel is people that are in love. You will know they are telling you what is not true. They know they are telling you what is not true. And they are still going in it. Is somebody with me now? He said, be not wise in your own eyes. That shows, if you think you are wise in your own eyes, hello, I can understand this way this thing will play out. That's what God is saying. But if you don't want to go in my way, then okay. Let's see how far you go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody said that the greatest time to prepare for war is in the time of peace. The greatest time to, you know, strengthen yourself for battle is not on the battlefield, it's before the battle. It will be great foolishness to be preparing for battle on the battlefield. The enemy would have finished such a people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And also the best time to prepare for your marital destiny is before you even have a relationship or before you even settle on the choice of who to be married to. Is somebody with me right now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I read this story of a fisherman and his son. This man will always take his son to the, to the oceans or the water where he goes fishing. And you know, he won't go fishing, he'll just take him there and he'll throw the boy into the water. And the guy will start, you know, the boy will start trying to, you know, drown and look for, you know, gas for breast. And over time, the father will bring him out and jump into the water with him. And he teaches this boy how to do the swimming with his hands, with his legs, and how to float on the water. You know, I remember, you know, way back in, in a former location. Every other Saturday is my time to work out and all that. 
So I always go to the, to the gym I registered on and I always go with my son. So when I'm, you know, in the gym jogging and doing all that, I take him to the trainer to take him to swim. One day we were together in the water and I said they should remove the foam, you know, this tube in his hands that, you know, was keeping him floating. And the moment they removed that, he went down into the water. And I brought him back up. I said, don't worry, just follow the instruction. You know, the trainer, the man that was training was always telling him this and this and this. Exactly the way the man, the fisherman did for his son. And, you know, it got to a time that his son began to master the tricks, the strokes of, of, you know, swimming. You know, he goes from one end to one end. You know, he flaps his legs. You know, he stays with one hand. He does a lot of things. He sits under the water and for minutes and all that. I, can, I don't know if I can still do that again. I think way back I can still like do like, like 45, 30 minutes underwater without coming out. I'm not sure if I can still do that again. <laughs> it was 2017, early 2018, and I was so much, you know, attending to the gym thing. Hallelujah. The Bible says bodily exercise profits. It just said a little. But that little is very important. And there was a time this young boy asked his father. He said, why are you this hard on me? There is no need for me to just be swimming and be doing all. Why are you this hard on me? And the father says, there is no competition, nothing. You are just training me to swim. And the father said to him, he said, a time is coming in this river Rhine area because we have seen it in history. The last one in Apple was 70 years ago. That water would just rise above its bank and wipe everybody away in the town. I am preparing you for the day, for the doomsday. And he said, boy, it may not happen in the next five years. It may not happen in the next ten years. It may not happen in the next twenty years. But the day it will happen, you will be well prepared. And several years down the line, the father had, you know, grown up so well and died. And this boy was, you know, with his own family. And without a knock on the door, water, you know, rose above the bank and came into the town and took virtually everybody off into the thick ocean. Those that can swim for a few minutes, they started swimming. And because it took time for the rescue team to come, a lot of people, you know, in their strength, they gave up. And several people died. This guy was the only surviving person amongst all the men in that town. Why? Because he prepared for it before it came. A lot of us are planning to get married and a lot of people enter into marriage without planning and preparing for it. And that is why you hear people say, marriage is a scam, marriage is this, this is that. Excuse me, it is not. Like I said to us on Thursday, the way a lot of people say sex is destroying our world, God did not create sex to destroy our world. As a matter of fact, it's a beautiful thing that God created is somebody with me now but a lot of people a lot of us would never plan for such a thing like that if you see the way people are planning for the wedding you will fear God and if you compare it to their marriage you know there are two different things the wedding is what happens one day in four hours if the church is our parents church, the CAC, the all that, all that, they can use like maybe two, three hours for service. 
It is like our kind of church. Thank you. Have I told you before? <laughs> One hour we are done. So that you can have time to enjoy yourself. One hour. Praise God. Now you go to reception and do all the dancing and do all the dancing. Three hours, four hours. Maxi, five hours. But a lot of people have refused to plan for what they will run with for the rest of their life. Hallelujah. We talk about the story of David in the Bible that David, you know, was very good with sling and when he came in touch with Goliath, he got him down. David did not use his sling for the first time when Goliath came. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13. This morning I want to tie to my discussion. I had a lot of, a very difficult word about the title. I don't even know what to tie to it. I call it boys to men. I call it boys to men. Like I said, I am majorly focusing my discussion this morning on the guys, the married men here and the young guys here. And the ladies in here, I want you just to follow. It's giving you an exposure to the kind of things you look for in a man that you want to settle with. Is somebody with me now? Boys to men. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13. He said, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Prepare. Because see, I tell people that I'm, I'm privileged to relate with and talk with, you don't plan for challenges in marriage. It is part of the package. <laughs> When you buy takeaway lunch from Swiss Sensation, I'm not selling their brand now. You don't plan for if it's a takeaway. The package involves the plate and the spoon and a tissue paper and they will give you rubber band. And they will put it inside liner for you. It's part of the package. When you see it, they gave me spoon. They, are, they don't like you. You are paid for it. It's not because you are special. These people are very nice. They even gave me a spoon. No. You paid for it. It's part of the package. Is somebody with me now? It's part of the package. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 1. Men, you must know God for yourself now in order to preserve your generation. Young man, you must know God for yourself in order to preserve your generation he said remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth why the evil days come not if they come they will come not the years draw near when thou shalt say I have no pleasure in them you know I found out very early in life that that is destiny Father is destiny. Everything that happens to a man, a woman, or whatever in life is as a result of the knowledge of the Father. So, man, you need to know God for yourself to preserve the life of your wife and your children. Whether you are married or you are going to be getting married. 
that is destiny. And you know, the key to the restoration of the peace and sanity of our society is a good fatherhood. Is somebody with me now? A savaging of the male child. And I want to tell you this morning in the course of this teaching, you don't have, as it were, a biological person to see as your father. God has your back. God has your back. And I tell people deliberately, you must choose to have a father figure because it matters to your destiny. Is somebody with me now? Malachi chapter 4 from verse 5 to 6. The Bible says, It will restore the art of the father to the art of the son. Behold, I will send Elijah, the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Verse 6, quickly, media. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. A lot of curses are ravaging our world because it's a fatherless generation. And it is the boys today that will be fathers tomorrow. That is why I titled it Boys to Men. If you don't take care of the boys today, you are breeding enough rapists tomorrow. We go everywhere now, you are seeing people say, women empowerment, women this, women that. You really see men empowerment. You see a lot of women prayer meeting. The ladies are growing, they are developing, but men, nobody is teaching them. And we are the fulcrum the foundation of a society. When you don't save the boys, the men are doomed. Is somebody with me now? And I'm talking to you this morning, guys in Hope City and everyone listening to me. You must be deliberate with your life because I've said it before. Destiny may be private, but it's not personal. Whatever you do as a man or a young guy, it has ripple effects into the future of your unborn children. That's the truth. Is somebody with me now? You came from a broken home. Oh, sorry about that. Thank God for that. But don't let your home be broken. <laughs> Is somebody with me now? The implication of this scripture is that Divine assessment of man's fundamental problem is the fatherless problem. They did a statistic. You know, we don't have that in this country. May God have mercy on us. They did a statistic in the U.S. and they calculated that the people that mostly, you know, grew up to become uh, the highest number of the blacks guy in the prison system were people that had no father figure or father, uh, biological father, attending to them in most cases. So fatherlessness is the most destructive trend in our generation. And see, the earlier the better for us to start taking up this case, the better for our future. Is somebody with me now? Psalms 82 verse 5.
if you are walking in darkness and you attempt to live and solve the challenges of life from a position of ignorance it's just, it's just, you're just wasting your time you are walking in darkness if you are trying to solve the problems of your life from the position of ignorance you must know is somebody with me now he said they know not neither will they understand they walk on in darkness or the foundation of the earth out of the course don't forget we said when the foundation be destroyed even the righteous is incapacitated what is the foundation of a good marriage it's not the women it's the men sir you know why women or a lady does not have a seed no matter the strength of the feminist group a lady cannot impregnate another lady that person that has the seed of generations is the father somebody said the father it's the guys hallelujah that shows you are feeding me more i think my neck is getting bigger than this thing i need to start fasting again because i don't want to be like angela no we are deliberate about him. We want to, we want to blackmail him. We are on assignment. His fiance gave us assignment before she left. I said, don't worry. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And the kind of seed you put in the ground will determine the harvest you get. You know, a lot of men cry. No, no, no. I'm going to marry another wife. He said, why? My wife has always been giving back to female child. It's what you put inside her. Excuse me. We were taught about Y chromosome and X chromosome. So, the moment you keep putting the male chromosome into her, she will deliver back to you. Because see, God has made women to be deliverers. They are both physical womb and spiritual womb. And it is what you give into them that they produce for you. Is somebody with me now? By nature, every male child is a father. By nature, every male child is a father. And buried in him is a father. Whether he knows it or not. And on the male child is the foundation built to found the future generation. To bring the future generation in. And don't forget, if the foundation be destroyed. Because foundation is everything. Therefore, we need to understand the male species. Is somebody with me now? We need to understand the male species and not settle to what the environment or what the society, the culture or what the social media is telling us. You know, one of my sons here was, you know, we're talking together, I think on Tuesday or Wednesday, I can't remember the day now. I said, ah, pity this social media is a tool of the devil. I said, no, you miss it. Social media is not a tool of the devil. It's like you saying money is evil. I said, money is not evil. That there is something they call Amora. A-M-O-R-A-L. Amora is, the internet is Amora. The uh, social media is Amora. Money is Amora. And what does that mean? 
They are neither right nor wrong. They take the arts of the possessor. A money in the hand of a drunkard will end in a bar. The money in the hand of a man who loves people, he will use it to set up good things for the society. Is somebody with me now? Social media is blessing a lot of people. And social media is ruining the life of a lot of people. So it's not about social media. It's about who is engaging it. Is somebody with me now? And I told the guy, I said, during lockdown, online gave us a leverage. People said, you cannot be three years old and be doing this kind of a thing online. I said, where? I said, you cannot. I said, where? <laughs> it leveraged everybody. Both 30-year-old church and one-year-old church. Everybody was on the same platform. What is what's that? Internet. So it was not evil. And it is not evil. It is a moral tool that the person that owns it determines what it carries. Is somebody with me now? So that is why we must understand what is this thing about the male species. Because men are ordained to be providers for their family. Let me say that again. And I know a lot of ladies like to hear this. Preaching pastor. Men are ordained provider for his family or their families, their wives and children. Genesis chapter 3 from verse 17 to 19. Quickly. DJ please let's be fast this morning. Genesis 3, 17 to 19. Don't worry, your screen is coming. Media guys. That you'll be projecting your image on the screen, on the big screen, and we're projecting the scripture on the smaller screen. Can I hear an amen to that? Genesis 3, 17 to 19. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and as eating of the tree of which I commanded thee, verse 18. I'm going to 19 quickly. Tons also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. Verse 19. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. If you see what God told the lady, it was a different thing. God never connected the lady to the earth. The man was the one had the direct connection to the earth to provide for his family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The woman was, you know, the Bible says, "Cause shall you be when you are bringing forth. It's the work of women or a lady to bring forth, to bat something for you. Is somebody with me now? Ephesians 5, 20 city. Quickly, Ephesians 5 20 city. I want to lay this scriptural background so that I can move with speed. Ephesians 5 20 city. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church and is the savior of the body. I want you to understand this thing. When the church needs anything, who do we call to? Talk to me, Christ. When the church needs anything, who do we cry to? Christ. He said, that's what makes you the head. Not because she's your slave, you are the head. Mm-mm. Is somebody with me now? And he said, the savior of our body. Now watch me and listen to me very well. 
Because a lot of ladies now are saying, oh, well, I pity say it. Preach it. Preach it. Verse 25 of this. Verse 25 quickly. Husband, love your wives. Even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. It is the duty of men, plural now, to be able to die for their women and their ladies without reservation. I'm not saying it. If you are a Bible student. So it is expected that men are men provider for relationship and marriages. Because it's only when you are married. Mm-mm. The moment you come into a relationship and there's an agreement that we are going together, you become the driver of that thing. Is somebody with me now? Guys, I hope you will like me this morning. Or just because we are in the same, I'm not a lady, so. But we need to understand, and this is why a lot of people are missing it. What is it that men need to provide? Because in the time past, the way it works is a man, you know, he has a farm. He goes to farm and buys and, you know, you know, cultivates a yam and or something, you know, food stuff and brings it home. And the wife is at home with her power on her chest and say, hey, my husband, welcome home. I was the farm today. I say, yeah, you have gone since morning. I have done your favorite. Yellow gari and a goosey soup. I put some bitter leaves, small, small. You know, I like the way you like it. You know, my husband, I have prepared. Go and bring me water. And the man sits down with one tuba of yam that he brought. And he sits down. And, you know, he eats well. I said, wow, my wife, you know, in them, you know, said, thank you, well done. But in this generation, the syllabus has changed. The table has turned. It is no longer the guy that goes to work. Again, both the guy and the lady get something to do, so it is very, it is lack of knowledge, you know. And when a lot of guys, you know, they see it happen, they feel no, 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 I'm the head of this. You need to understand what the head means. The head does not mean you are standing on top of somebody. Is somebody with me now? Now you go to work as a guy. You earn 300,000 or say 400,000 in the month and your wife also goes to work and she earns 500,000 in a month. You know, I said something on Thursday for those of us that are not here physically or not online. These days, we have a lot of opportunities, more opportunities than for, for female folks than for male folks. Yeah. So she comes back and she tells you, guy, can you please help me with the kids? I need to prepare something for you. In the... No, 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 no. I just came back from work. And the lady will look, excuse me, we both went to work. At the end of the month, you are bringing in 400K. I'm bringing in 600,000. Excuse me. Can you please help me in the kitchen? And let me prepare the bed for you. And this is what a lot of guys in this generation feels. She's not respecting me. Excuse me. <laughs> you need to understand that the timetable has changed. Before the 21st century, it used to be only men or majorly men that brings home the money. Or that goes to work. Let me put it that way. But things have changed. A man, that's why I say it all the time, 
A man that does not love God cannot love his wife. And a woman who cannot submit to God cannot submit to any man. When you hear a lady say, no, 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 me, there's nobody I cannot talk to. Ah, if you still continue, thank you media guys, I like that image. If you still continue for, with such a lady, a day will come, you just see your mother being slapped and tied to the bed. Say, what happened? Your mother talked to me and I did, dealt with her. You know, I told you before you married me, there is nobody I cannot talk to. So, a lady that cannot be submitted to a man cannot submit to God. A man that does not love God cannot love you. Is somebody with me now? So, man fundamentally is a provider. And like I said, what is he providing? See, the summary of the needs of women, the summary of all of their needs is can be summarized with one word. Somebody say security. Somebody say security. A woman wants security. A lady wants security. She wants to be sure you are going to be there for me. We'll be there for you. You promise me you'll be there for me. Say pity you're on your town. <laughs> no matter what they say. You promise me You'll be there for me. You know, a lot of guys don't bother whether you'll be there or not. Do you love me? You love, okay. That's the only. You cannot go a day or a week and the lady will not ask you, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Is somebody with me now? And see, we want to break down quickly in the space of the time. What is it in this security? Number one, a woman needs a man to be a financial provider. So she needs financial security. Somebody say financial security. Why is your voice low now? Say financial security. Young man, know this and save your destiny. Every woman wants to be sure she's saved with you as a man. And number one need of a woman is financial security. And now hear it. You know, I said... Olden days, our parents always, especially the mothers, they will sit back and expect the man to do all the same. Because I won't stay too much on this. You know why? The financial need of a woman these days are not really, really, really dependent on the guy. But a woman just wants to be sure you are doing something meaningful that you are bringing no money because she's not a lazy. Is somebody with me now? And I'm not talking about, now this morning, let me, let me clarify my, my teaching very well. I'm not going to be talking about ladies, the mediocre kind of ladies that are always asking for Gen 2K. That's not what I'm talking about this morning, and I know we don't have such ladies in this church. I'm talking about 21st century powerful, future-driven, culture-shaping ladies. Is somebody with me now? You know, the reason why we think women likes money is because number one on their needs is financial security. So when they tell you false or rare, they're actually telling you, excuse me, you have to be productive. So any guy here that is just lazing around, you are not becoming a man. You are still a boy. Thank you. That is why I said it is boys to men. No matter how small you are bringing, you must bring something. Somebody say bring something. 
You know, I told you when my wife and I met, our salary was times three under my salary, and you can't see it. I'm telling you the truth. Every time I go ahead to do what needs to be done, there was a day I took her out, and she was like, ah, This guy ends this kind of amount, and he's still doing all this. I said, No, take anything you want to. She was already gauging my income. Said, ah, do whatever you want to do. That. I said, Take anything. So after the whole thing, we left. I gave the people the ATM, they took the money, and we left. I said, Are you sure you are fine? She said, That was one of the things that gave me confidence that this guy, if he has more, he will do more. The excuse that what you have now is small, that's why you are not doing it's not an excuse. Hello, guys. And ladies, get it. I'm not saying it should spoon feed you. I'm just saying you need to start checking. If it can't part with you when it comes to financial area, begin to watch. It's a red flag. No matter how much or how small is any. Because inside of him is that manliness that I want to provide. A man that tells you, Shabby, you are earning your money. Use your money now. Let me just... It's not a man. Because see, this is the way it works. I, when I learned this, I, 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 I settled down on certain things. You know, for a lady, spending money brings her self-esteem. Yeah? Because when she buys a new bag, she feels good. When she buys a new shoe, she feels good. But for a man, making money brings him self-esteem. There are two differences. Because when you give a man, a man that is, that is correct, when a woman keeps giving him money and he's not the one bringing it, there's something in him that is, that is fighting it. But a boy in a man's skin to bring the money. That's why you mostly see that when a lady is the one doing the paying, most times the relationship really survives. I remember my wife was in that experience. You know, she was saying something when she was praying. The guy she was dating before we met, long before we met, the guy was in charge of our ATM. She was working. The guy was spending the money. At the end of the day, the guy used our money to wed another guy. Another lady, thank you. She got to know, and I was like, why would you give him? Okay, you gave him the ATM. And you know the funniest thing? When we met, I said, where's your ATM? I said, like, yeah, I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> She said, no. But along the line, she made a confession. She said, I wish I had met you when I was having so much money and I didn't know what to do with it. We came together, we are making so little and you can generate results from it. Ladies, it's not about the money he makes because the money can go off tomorrow. How productive is his mind? That's what I'm talking about. Today he earns one million. Tomorrow they sack him at his place of work. Some guys, that is the end of their life. But they sack him today, he tells you they don't know my words. Because there's something in him that is always yearning to be productive. So don't, don't harass your lady. You can just minimize. I'm not giving you 20,000. I'm not giving you 1 million. I'm giving this amount. But is there, you know, you 
will give a lady money and she will still ask you the one in your hand, what do you want to do with it? Because what helps their self-esteem is spending. What helps a man's self-esteem is making the money. Is somebody with me now? No matter how much you are earning, you must always long to be there for your lady or for your wife. Because the 21st century ladies, they are not the ones that sit down at home expecting you to bring money for matches. They want to work. And don't forget, the Bible says they are helpmates, not helpmates. It's M E E T, not M A T E. I remember there was a time, I think, to like six years of our marriage, I wanted to get something at home. I've been getting a lot of things, and uh, that time I was like, ah, I need this amount of money to get this thing done. And I told my wife, because I told her by the end of three months, I will make some things happen at home. So, a few weeks to that time, and she was just looking at me. And I said, I want to get, and that money, I think I can't remember, maybe like 50 something thousand that remaining that I needed to do something. And I said, please give me more two weeks. I will get it. And she said, you have tried now. This amount of things you want to buy. And you have, you have this amount of money. Let's go there and let's just see the thing. And we like window shopping. We just go to a place. We sit down. We price for things. And they mention, they say, hey, we're coming back. You know that day we just went. And we saw it. And I said, can they allow for deposit? And the people said, why not? You can make deposit. And I said, okay, let me make deposit of this amount. Said, so you're almost concluding the amount. I said, yes, give me two weeks. I'll come back and drop the deposit, the final payment, and I'll come and pick it. I just saw my wife. I said, don't worry, I will add to it. That is the place of a woman. And now let me say this. I've said it here before. Even if your lady or your wife earns more than you, see, if you understand that it is not only financial security she needs. When she brings home the money, you will even help her to manage it. My wife was a spendthrift until we met. We were just, you know, when they said Bujebudan. This ah, Statai was just goes ah. So when I came in, I said, nope, that stops. I'm not saying she not give people, but you need to be disciplined. Is somebody with me now? And she was like, ah, this guy is not your money. And I told her, you can do this, you can do this. No, she was anymore, but I never felt less. Because the head remains the head. Is somebody with me now? Money used to be the only thing a man is expected to provide, but not anymore. Not anymore. The 21st century powerful women and ladies wants more than money. How many of you have heard of Madame Ibuku Aoshika? How many of you have heard about Tara Fela Drotoe? These are powerful ladies and women in their rights and they have husbands, powerful men over their life. So what do you think the kind of money these ladies, these women will need? So it's more than money. So wherever you are now on the scale of growth as a man, that's why I tell young men, don't approach a lady because of what you earn. Approach her because you have seen other qualities in her. Money, if you think well and with God on your side, you will rise. Is somebody with me now? Number two, quickly, this morning. 
And before I go into that, I, I did a research that eight out of nine richest people on earth, billionaires in dollars, eight out of them are divorced. What does that tell you? That is no money. As a matter of fact, the least of what a marriage needs to survive, the least is money. Yeah. Say, no, no, he must have money, he must drive a car, he must. Uh... Those are not the kind of powerful ladies I'm talking about. Those ones are not powerful, those ones are hungry. So, if you're going to be a real man, a real God man, money alone is not going to keep your relationship or marriage, despite its importance. Number two, quickly. Under what a woman needs, the security that a woman needs is what I call spiritual security. Somebody say spiritual security. Somebody say spiritual security. The scripture we read says the savior of our body. Guys, young men here, married men here, you are the first priests of your home. You are the first priests over your family. You are the first pastor that your children should know, that your wife should know. Is somebody with me now? Spiritual security. You know why they need women need spiritual security? Because women love God. Statistic has it that women love God more than men. Is somebody with me now? It doesn't mean they are perfect. That's not what I'm saying. But they love God more than men. And any man that is helping them to keep connecting to God, they don't joke with such a man. That is why, if you check every churches, the best people that love their pastor are the women. They can give anything to their pastor. And a lot of men do not understand it. And you, you, let's say for example now. One of my daughters here get married, and they, no pity said, pity said, pity said, and the other one they ah, you have not even said I said something. It's because you are not saying anything. <laughs> Guys, you need to be over your whether you are married already or not. The moment you settle this, the person we are going together be the pastor over our life. You see some some relationship, the lady we fall sick. And they will both be crying. Sorry. 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 So what happened? I want to go and take care of her. What? She's been sick since two days ago. Oh God, help us now. Pastor, is you were calling now. Before you call the pastor, you should be the man over your woman. And what makes a man in this generation is no longer money because any dummy can bring up money. Money is the least. Is somebody with me now? And you cannot be a secure, I mean, a spiritually uh, ed, a spiritual head when you are not spiritually sound. They ask you to fast. You say, Peter, you are the pastor. They ask you to praise everything. You are the one. They ask you to study the word. You say, no. Excuse me. You are doing it for your unborn children and your wife to be. If you are already married for your family. Is somebody with me now? Yes, 
my children don't go out of my house without being blessed by me I have three scriptures over them I pray over them every now and then three is somebody with me now I've shared the story with sister every time they told my mother hey you cannot do this oh. and she was afraid I don't let us do loud wedding you know they said they said I said me I have got in touch with God he told me go ahead the devil on the road God will clear them and we were driving the car from church home that Sunday morning and I had God say to me it was God that chose my wedding day and God said April 18 next year you are getting married and I told my wife and you know some other guys were in the car with us and I said babe April 18 next year we're getting married I said you have come again that's why I advise people if you have not set it up your family should have a family vision I'll get to that point because the challenges of life will not tell you when it will come is somebody with me now so you need to learn how to secure your family the destiny of your woman the destiny of your wife and the destiny of your children ladies is the guy only with money and he doesn't know anything spiritual except one baba that put the concussion together and after that nothing i want to encourage you guys this morning you need to be spiritual you need to be eye on god not eye on substance is somebody with me now there is a research that, that, that I, I found out that if a child is forced to know christ if, you, if it's a child that forced to know christ give me that figure that's three percent seventy percent if it's a child that forced to know christ we have three point three percent that the family will become we come under God. If it's a woman that gets to know Christ, we have 17% that the family will come under God. But if it's a man that gets to know God first, 93% that his family will come to God. Can you see with what I said that that is what? Destiny. Is somebody with me now? So it is, it is, it is evil. To see your lady and say, hey, let's go to church. And you say, I'm tired, you can go. And you allow her to go. You are planning a room for the devil to attack you in the future. Don't forget, women love, they love God. And also they are easy target for the devil. Why didn't the devil come through Adam? So you are telling your lady, are you going to church tomorrow? Say, church, I am tired. Ah. And you to say, okay, no, 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 I will, I will go for you. Okay. You know, a lot of men would behave better if they understood that they have pastors too. All the guys, all the men in this room, you are a pastor. And your members are your family, your wife, and your children. See, every time my wife comes here that she says she wants to lead, before we come, I pray for her. Because she said, no, 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 I can't do it. <laughs> you know, our second child, I've said several times, they said the baby was bridge. So she will not be able to, you know, it will give her a problem. And I was on a site, in a project site. 
I was like a week at home, out of the house. I said, put the phone in speaker and put your hand on your tummy. Baby, I decree in the name of Jesus, turn. And she was already crying. The doctor said, the 500,000 era deposit we made is not enough. I said, stop crying. Nothing will happen. And I got back home and sat with the word. I was not a pastor. And I found a place, I think it's in Thessalonians, I can't remember exactly now. Said, she shall be saved in childbearing. And I turned the name that Taiwo shall be saved in childbearing. Guys, the key to the destiny of your ladies or your wives is in your hand. You must build your spiritual capacity. You must be deliberate on it. And see, if you don't, the future of that family is at stake. How do I mean? Genesis 18 verse 19. You know, a lot of ladies these days, they don't care as long as the guy has a beautiful apartment and the guy has a car and he dresses well and he used one perf that he bought somewhere, that's all they need. And maybe he looks tall or dark or short or six-pack. They are okay. They, or maybe he's building something somewhere and they feel, uh-uh, this guy has tried for himself. They, see, imagine you are scoring a student that passed one over seven or one over ten and you are saying, you are qualified. That is a crash that is just waiting to happen. Genesis 18 verse 19. Now look at what God said to Abraham. Go back to verse 16. Let me quickly read from verse 16. Genesis 18, 16 to... No, 17, I think. Okay. 17, let me read from 17 because of our time. Quickly. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Now... God won't show you as a man what he wants to do for your family if you are not spiritual enough. If you are not, if you are not building spiritual capacity. It's good that I am your pastor and you come to me. But don't come to me for everything. Come to me for clarification. Is somebody, somebody with me now? Your wife prays from morning to night. God will speak through her than speaking through you. You know, you hear a lot of guys, I want to marry a praying wife. Be the praying man. The praying wife will come. Is somebody with me now? You know, first thing was saying something. At a former place when we were doing the couple's thing, I bought a book, The Power of a Praying Husband. And I asked all the husband in that team that, do we need me to buy this book for you? Let me know. Except they get in touch tomorrow. See, situation will come that your money can finish in one week. Sorry, in one minute. Pa. Something happened one time like that. She left the house well. Everybody was okay. And she came back in the evening. She drove herself. And she came back in the evening. And before you knew it, she could not control her body again. Before she get to the toilet, the physics would have been out. Before she get to the toilet, she was messing up on her body. And before you know it, in less than three hours... Our whole life was being sniffed out, and I stood and devil no, nowhere. Devil nowhere. This one she goes nowhere. 
And in a week, in a week, I spent over 500,000, from 300, 500,000, taking care of our health. In a week. What was not there before? There was a night I was going to feed you. She said, you can't leave only me and the children at home. I said, nothing. You know, you know me now. I just said, Father, I cover this house with the blood of Jesus. Angels of God, watch over this house. I go to VG. He said, she took my ATM and I trek, say, from here to NNPC. And you know at that time, now I told you, the devil can easily come through your woman. Thank God I went for that vigil that night. Maybe I'll be sharing our story today. Don't go for a man that has nothing to do with God. It's your destiny that is at stake. That's why you see a lot of women, there are so much patronage of the spiritual homes. They are the one that bring red candle, green candle, yellow candle, don't let your husband. They are the one that goes to one place, one place to go and. Very few guys do that. Some guys are doing it. But when you parade it, you see a lot of them. You know why? They are looking for spiritual security. And the Lord said to him, verse 18, quickly. Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great man. Now, Abraham was not great here. But God has been seeing the way he takes his step. A mighty nation and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Now verse 19. See what God said to Abraham. For I know him. I pray God will be able to boast about us in this church. Can I hear a better amen? That he will command his children and his household after him. They shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment. That the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he had spoken of him. Guy, the reason why a lot of things are not going to be happening in your marriage or relationship is because you are not in tune with God. So that God may bring. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. So your spiritual connection with God is a need for your wife. Is a need for your woman. So it is important the Bible says, he will command, not he will persuade. Is somebody with me now? He will command, not he will, please now, let's go to church. I told you to us when we started Hope City, that my wife became, you know, so deep in the church thing. But that day when we met, she was always coming to church herself. But when we got married, I was so committed in church in that for 7 o'clock service, I have left on 5.30. And she did, it's, it's not a negotiation. That can we not go to church today? Which mouth will you use to say it? Is somebody with me now? Can, can we, can we? Is there no go area if you want the destiny of your children to be secured? Is somebody with me now? In this age and time where there are cartoons, animations that are telling children to kill themselves and a lot of children are going through suicide. Is somebody with me now? Number next, quickly. She needs physical security. A woman needs physical security. Is that lady sleeping? Can you stand up and do a walk around? Thank God your job is a Levi job. Can you walk around? 
Hallelujah. This is not the time for you to sleep. I do not expect any lady to sleep in this kind of teaching. Is somebody with me now? She needs physical security. I have had people and I've seen people they tell you that see, I love my mother, a guy. My mother comes first above my wife. You are not a man. You are a boy. I didn't say it. The scripture said it. Say, shall a man leave his father and his mother? Physical security means you must not allow anybody to talk to your wife anyhow. Even while you are dating, young guys, ladies watch it. If the guy cannot protect you from our family, it's a red flag. Serious red flag. Is it my elder sister that is talking to you that you are not? My elder sister said you should come and wash her clothes for her. And, ah, carry your bag and japa. Because such a man will keep your destiny down. So whatever my sisters, my siblings tells you, you must obey. That's not scripture. The Bible says, shall a man and his wife be one flesh. This kind of teaching is very serious. Especially for men. But see, one of the greatest things that bring challenges to marriages outside of money and sex is family extended families they will stand on your neck especially if you God just help you you are making some little little money say ah oh yeah do everything now before you marry oh yeah, no no your wife and they use the word say blood is thicker than water now let me explain that statement is not correct I did my research very well because I know I have an idea objections you might have in your mind they said covenant blood is thicker than bath water. Let me explain it. The covenant connection between a man and a woman is stronger than the bath water when a woman breaks her water. You don't understand marriage, sir. The moment you marry or you say, guy, we're going together, you shield her from your family. They, can, they should not insult her except they want to celebrate her. You dare not. It's scripture. You protect her. You watch over her. And can you, can you tell your wife to come home and help me clean the room? My auntie said she come. You are not married though. They are already doing this for you. I, see, I don't need to be prophetic. I guarantee you a day will come. They will come to your house and tell you, ah, Yahuwah, can you please move? I want to sleep in my brother's room today. And you say, God, God, where is your eyes? And God will tell you, my eyes has always been where my eyes has always been. When all these red flags were coming up, you were not responsive. I teach people on budgeting when I counsel them that say you need to put things in perspective. After God, your family comes next. And your family, for men, your wife and your children. For women, your husband and your children. Is somebody with me now? She needs physical protection. Protect your woman. Protect your lady. 
Defend her from your family, your siblings, from people around you. I said to you, the real blood is the woman you marry. You must protect her with your life. That is why I said on Sunday when we started this teaching, marriage is work. Even with God as the foundation, marriage is work. And this starts to show from when you are dating. You know, our mothers, especially men, they can be very good intentioned and doing silly things. Yeah. I remember before my wife took in, because now, hear this, I found this out even before I met my wife. So I was telling them all these things you are doing well, when the time comes. So they know. So like three, four, five months into the marriage, they were asking, hey, ah, how far? Do you, are you pregnant now? Are you this now? And the moment they see me coming, as in the race will be like Olympic game. Please, don't tell him we're asking you. We're begging you in the name of God. Because I found, I, I, I read a book the principle of fatherhood, I think when I was 22 or 21. So I understand the place of a man in shaping culture and shaping the destiny of families. Is somebody with me now? So, the only thing your man does, he can, he can give you names and their jersey numbers of man you found, 22 fans. He can name them and he cannot read one scripture offhand. You know there is a problem. He will tell you, no, it's Aguero. It's Lomesco. It's this. No, no, no. It's Murillo. It's Daroro. But you say, what? I, I'm looking at that scripture. Say, leave me alone. Go, am I pastor? Go and meet your pastor and give you the scripture. Ah, there's a problem. There's fire on the mountain. I have had a situation where, you know, the man, the guy told me himself. Because his wife was my friend. And she did something silly. And I raked for her. A medical doctor, but very uh, specializing on vet medicine. And I saw the husband and said, see, if I catch your wife. We're very close. My wife knows who I'm talking about. And the man said something that was pissing off. He said, ah, sir, it's you and my wife that you have issue. Me, I am not there. I am for you. I called him back. I said, you are a disgrace to manhood. Why do you dissociate? So even if I want to kill it, ah, that's why you tell me, go ahead. Anybody disrespect my wife, I will fight you physically, I will fight you spiritually. Is somebody with me now? It's not, I said physical. That, that, physical security. You know why a lot of ladies like tall guy? And this is because it is inbuilt for a lady to, to, to be secured. She wants to be going out, and that's why you, they like you when you open the car for them. Or you are in a, in a shopping mall. I said, baby, come in. And she feels the, you know, that's my guy. That's it. It is inbuilt. That is why they don't like to be beaten. That's why I say it's boys to men. For us that are married here that have male children, we need to start grooming them. 
I tell my son every day, you don't raise your hand against a lady. And my, my, my daughter is always using that as an advantage. She will go and touch her. I said, my daddy said, you must not beat me. I said, you just report her. And when I put the cane up, you know, that's why you see a lady is more afraid of the beating. And the guy will be like, beat me up. That's what makes a man. How many of you in secondary school? They will beat you and you do like this on the assembly. The balcony. One, two, three, ten, fifteen, twenty-one. And the guy says, hey. But when is a lady and she comes, Master, please now. <laughs> Master, please now. Master, don't do this. <laughs> it's because their body structure every part of a lady's body is sensitive but there are special parts of a man's body that are only sensitive research has it that in the brain of a woman the brain is full of emotion but a man is only two spots <laughs> is somebody with me now so ladies see he may not be a perfect person in that area. I'm not talking about perfection now. I'm not talking about perfection. Because like me, I don't like opening car door. I did it for a few months and I told her, I said, I'm sorry. I've been doing eye service. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot continue. But I look after my wife. See, if you are a correct person, it should be a joy to protect her. I remember when we got married, she was always afraid. In the middle of the night, she would, yeah. I, said, I would, I challenge every evil forces here. Every power that is not making you to sleep, I curse them. And I said, come, come, let me cuddle you. And she sleeps over in my hand till she sleeps off. Is somebody with me now? Number next, quickly because of our time. Is it making sense? Always let her know that she's safe from your people. That you are protective of her. Be careful when a man starts choosing his family above you. Be careful. Especially for those who are not married. For those who are married, this is my belief about life. There is always room for improvement. The moment you know the truth, begin to trace your step. Gradually, gradually. Gradually. Now I need to say this before I move to the next point because it's very important. It just came to my memory now. You know, in this part of the world, actually, husband's family, they will just come to your house without notice, and they expect you to be up. They want to eat everything, and they will expect you to. And no, don't forget where I'm coming from. If you are a woman that has no value, you are just there. Maybe good for you, but for a woman that has gone to work since money has done, she needs rest. And family comes there. Ah, you need to cook five of them. And if one says he's eating a bar, the other one says he's eating semo, the second one is eating rice, the other person is eating this. And the husband looks at you. You must do what my family wants. For such a man, I want to believe there are not men like that in Up City. But for a young man, you need to plan it before you get into it. This is, this is my style. I'm just sharing it. I found out from a family. I respect them very well. 
Every time we want to go and see them and we call them, say, sir, I'm in Lagos, I want to come around and I want to do training, I want to stay with, at, with you and all that. He said, tell my wife. Okay? The first time he told me that, I said, tell your wife. Okay? So don't think I always know this. But I always, I always tell you, when I started, I said, continuous learning is the root of every successful journey. Initially, when we got married, my, I have sisters, I have like four sisters. They would just burst into us. Now, don't forget what I said. They are not evil. They have good intention. That is the way our culture has always been. But it's killing a lot of women. They will just burst in. And you know, my wife, she's very quiet. She will just, after they leave, and she will be in the kitchen. And one day I looked at her. Everybody hurts. They left the food because when we first got married, we didn't have our seven until like maybe three months into the marriage or thereabout. And they thought, no, 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 no. This cannot go. So I was searching for a way out until I met this man. And he said, talk to my wife. So when, and the wife loves me so well. So one day I sat her down and said, why is it that every time we call you, that we want to come and see you, your husband will say we should talk to you. He said, I told you, I don't know. Maybe you should ask him when he comes. So the man came and I sat him down because we're the same fan. He's a man you fan, I'm a man you fan. I'm planning to port into Liverpool now anyways. Because man, you are not, okay, praise God, praise God. Liverpool fan is waving a hand. You know, every time we're watching, but we just sit back and I said, Sir, I want to ask you a question. I said, Tony, shoot. Why do you always say this every time? I said, Tony, see, you've been at home. You came back from your training. What time? I said, like 6.30. Did you meet me at home? I said, no. Who was at home? I said, my wife. His wife is an uh, optician. I said, my wife. Who has been taking care of everything you need? I said, your wife. Who prepares everything you need in the guest room? I said, your wife. I said, so I should seek a consent before you're coming. It will be wickedness to impose you on her. Ah, that shifted my thinking forever. From that day till Jesus comes, nobody busts into my house. It's not because I hate you or whatever. I said, hello, babe. Somebody wants to come. I said, ah, when? I said, I don't know. I said, okay, let them come next week. Maybe next week, uh, Tuesday, I'll be fine. Said, okay. She determines. She has given you effort. Yes, I like it. You know, in this culture, they believe a woman has no say. And that has been the bane of the destructions we are having in family. Men, guys, listen. The Bible says, shall a man leave his father and his mother and cleave to his wife? The moment you are married, you are setting up a new family line. And the success of that family is not going to be on your father. Is on your head. And I hear an amen to that. Amen. Quickly, our time is fast spent this morning. Maybe I will stop here. Should I stop? I still have like few ones to go. Let me do this one, then I'll stop there. A woman needs accountability, provides accountability as a man. Provide accountability as a man. I will stop here. Now continue next time I come up here. Somebody submitted and I believe that women don't have issue with submission. They are worried about the person they are submitting to. Let me say that again. Women don't have issues about submission. 
but they are concerned about the person you want them to submit to. Guy, are you what's being submitted to? Where is she? Do you watch the submission of a woman? Imagine I had the story of I had the story of uh, Madame Ibukwa Oshika. I love her passionately. And when I found out that we are from the same states, I was like, wow, we are good people in our state. I won't tell you this thing. I said, we are good people from our state. She, you know, her story says, as the chairman of First Bank Board, she will still come back home and kneel down to a man and say, hey, honey, thank you for, because maybe the man has done something, I know, thank you for helping me, I celebrate, her two news. Now, when you are dating her now, and she's so rude to you, like the devil, ask yourself two questions. Is it that she lacks home training, or I'm not worth being submitted to? Not every lady that is not submitting are stubborn or they are wicked. It's very simple. When we got married, my wife will get her salary and she will come and say, Tony, they paid us today. What do you want us to do with it? I said, it's your money. I blessed it in the name of God. That's submission. If a lady can submit with you with money, the rest is story. You know, I told you they love money. Okay, let me. They like money. They are meant to spend money. It is in their blood to spend money. <laughs> it's not their fault. God made them like, like that. Is somebody with me now? If a lady can submit to you with her money, then. But ladies, you need to be smart. Don't be like first lady in her early days. That she was not smart enough to check up on this guy and she submitted with her money. And now when she met me, now this is not a joke. For like two years into our dating relationship before we got married, you're on your own. Is somebody with me now? I wonder what is that thing that will make you great, you know, create that thing in you that will help you, that will be able to create such a panache around you for a lady to be able to submit to you. Ladies, we have said it again and again. It's a choice if you choose to hear. I pray for the ladies in this church and the married women in this church and the married men in this church, sorry, to hear. Can I hear an amen to that? Don't follow a man that is not following anybody. Let me say it again. Don't follow a man that has nobody that can call him to order. It is dangerous. Don't follow a man who has no mentor. His pastor cannot... It's not a man that goes to church that has a pastor. His pastor cannot talk to you. He doesn't have any mentor that can relate to him. See, you are an endangered species. Is somebody with me now? I told you, I am your pastor. I have pastors over my life. And, you know, I became so accountable to the point that I told my wife, anytime it looks as if something is wrong with my head, call these people. I told him my mentor that was around for Destiny Summit, call him. My pastor, you can call him. 
Because there is no man that cannot misbehave. Maybe I should say that again. There is no man that cannot misbehave. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's surprising to you? That is why when a man has somebody who is accountable to, you are safe. Is somebody with me now? When you see him misbehaving, Tony, who is that girl? Oh, she's my friend. We did this, this, this. Are you sure? I am sure. Or do you want me to get Dr. Sam to be involved? Uh -uh. I am sure. This is it. <laughs> but when is that? Who is that babe? What is your own? It's my life. We're married so you can do your own. It's not all. Now, let me break. I said I was going to break down something last Sunday. I was telling my children in the car today. My daughter asked a question. And I said, she said, why is it that God, God is so big and is still inside of us? And I said, see, it's very simple. God is a triune being. He's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The Bible calls him three in one. He's God in all the city. And he's still God individually. That is why God said, we are one. And when he was created, he said, let us. Now, God said the mathematics of marriage is a man come, is that guy sleeping? A man come and join to his wife and they become one flesh. Now you are one flesh, but you are still two. You operate the same policies and principles, but you still operate as an individual. There is an individuality of a marriage. You need to understand the individuality of the marriage. That see, you must know all the friends of your wife. And as a man, see, you don't have to agree. This is scripture. You must know their friends. I said, no, 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 you can't work with this. And same with the wife. You must know the friends of your man. You, especially in this day of insecurity, you don't go out without telling your woman where you are going. Say, I'm the man. That's what makes you a man is because you're accountable. Hey, babe, I'm going out. I want to go and watch ball with guys. Ah, but you have, your DSTV, you pay for it now. You know, you don't like ball. And it's my club and your club that are playing. So don't let us fight. Let me go and watch ball outside. So when we beat you, I'll come back home and tell you. Say, who are the guys you're hanging out with? I'm hanging out with Angela, Kunle, uh, Abejide, and Dami, and Daniel. Say, okay, okay, okay. Greet, greet those guys for me. I will. And you get there. Say, babe, I'm on the place now. So I'll call you later. But you just get out and see, it starts from when you are dating. Babe, where are you? I told you never to ask me where I am again. Ah. What's your business with where I am? It's not accountable. I leave home and I'm coming to church. Church. The moment I get to church, I pick my phone. If I forget, she will wake. Because it has been the policy of our marriage for years. I said, babe, I'm in church, or I send WhatsApp, I'm here. That's accountability. She can say where you are. It can say where you are. You know, I've shared this several times. I had a lot of ladies working for me right back in Lagos in my business. So most Fridays, especially the week that we had so much work, I like seeing movies. And my wife doesn't like movies. Especially the sha 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 I'm telling you, they are killing themselves. I said, they are not killing this movie. 
But it's Nollywood now. It's uh, the Blood Sisters. Oh, let's watch it. Yeah. You know, and I said, oh, I'm going to see movie. He said, are you going alone? Oh, no, I'm going with... I have this my particular female friend that we always go and see movie together. I'll just call her. I know I'm going with her. Oh, say me well to her. I'll get to that point maybe later. You must provide integrity. That's another point. I will go and see movie with a lady and she will not bath an eye. She will not be saying, Tony, what are you doing now? What is... That's why I said there is a place of individuality. Because the fact that you are married, you must not be separated from your person or else your destiny will not be fulfilled. That's why some people get married and the moment they get married, they can't relate to their female friends again as guys. You just need to know who are they? What are they up to? Are they your friend? My wife's friend and my friend. And my friend and my wife's friend. You can't say you are my friend and you're not. It's not possible. It's not possible. Is somebody with me now? See, doing it right makes life easy for you. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me now? So guys, let's go back to number one, the one we have mentioned today. You must be what? You must provide financial security. Number two, you must provide what? Number three, you must provide what? Number four, you must provide what? Accountability. Hallelujah. See, the scripture is not of the opinion that how will I tell my wife how much I earn? How will you not tell your wife how much you earn? Don't be shocked when your lady or your wife love their pastor more. You know why? A lady will always love and submit to somebody who is covering her spiritually. There was a time we had issue in this country that women will be kneeling down their two legs for their pastor. But at home, they cannot kneel down for their husband. It's not their fault. I just explained to you. They know the man prays over them. The only thing you do is shout over them. Every Sunday night is a family thing. Anoint my family. Pray over them as a priest. Not because I'm a pastor. I started from day one of our marriage. Is somebody with me now? It is a plus to you as a lady when your guy is a church guy. I pray that grace will speak for you. Can I hear a better amen? amen? Let's rise on our feet. Ask God for grace this morning. Ask God for grace this morning. Ask God for grace this morning.